episode 222 of the greatest day podcast i'm glad you guys are here joining me on an early morning rant about this thing called abstinence violation effect or abstinence violation syndrome they go by both names But it's a concept out of addiction recovery, substance use disorders. And one of my favorite concepts I learned in in the time that I spent in the inpatient and outpatient substance abuse world treatment. Um, I always have to clarify that. When I say it, it sounds like I'm saying I was in substance abuse treatment. Which, hey, nothing wrong with that. If that's where your life has led you, get treatment. Absolutely. But that was never a thing for me, so I just want to clarify. I was on the clinician side of the substance use treatment. And one of the coolest concepts that that I learned and that I helped people understand is this idea of abstinence violation. And I want to give it to you guys today because it's not just about drugs. It's about unwanted behaviors. It's about having a goal that you're after in life as far as, I mean, any, I'm serious, anything, anything. And you know, when I give a message here, I try to apply it to your marriage, to your mindset, to your mental health. I try to apply it to all of them and this applies. So the idea is that if you've got this targeted thing, fill in the blank, drugs, um, overeating, binge eating, Whatever it is, fighting in your marriage, um, you've got this thing that you're trying to accomplish and then you fall back and you do the thing again. So that would be the, the goal is abstinence. The idea is abstinence violation, meaning you return to the behavior. The goal is when we apply this, is that one, we want to avoid the abstinence. We want to avoid that thing that you set out as your goal trying to avoid. That's the goal. But it doesn't always happen that way. And perfection is not the goal. Perfection is not what we're after. And so there's going to be times that we return to some of these behaviors. There's going to be times that people in recovery and most likely early on will return to use of whatever substance that is. The goal is to not have the second one. Like you did it, let's not do it again. Okay, you did it again, let's not do it a third time, right? Or if you did something, let's let's get out of it quicker than usual. I've, um, I've had a couple, um, I shared this before. I'm trying to think how recently I shared it because I don't wanna just keep repeating the same things. But that's okay, because I think it's a powerful example. But I had a couple, this is months ago, in my office who, um, the weekends, you know, being home together, usually leads to arguments, fighting, them ending up in separate parts of the house for the weekend. By Monday, they recover. Tuesday, they're back to normal. Friday or Saturday, that's return to the fight. So... They came in, they talked about it, and I said, how was the weekend? They said, "Uh, terrible, you know, we we tried to use some of those skills we're learning, but we still ended up just fighting. As we talked more about it, they recovered way quicker. 
their Friday night fight, they resolved Saturday afternoon, enjoyed Saturday evening and Sunday together. Huge progress, like three or four, three, two to three days, they shaved off of their recovery time. That's amazing. So yes, while abstinence violation means we're trying to avoid the thing they're fighting on Friday night, it's not always about that. It's also about how quickly can we bounce back and and, and get back on track. And that was, and so we had to celebrate that. So that's a huge indicator of progress. Um, but as we dive deeper into this idea of abstinence violation, sometimes I think we are setting ourselves up this self-sabotage thing where I know if I, let's take food for example, if I have a treat, unplanned treat in my diet, it's not in my macro plan, it's not in my, like it's, it's not part of the goals that I'm after and I slip up. Abstinence violation effect suggests that since you had the ice cream that was not planned, these feelings will kick in. The guilt, the shame, embarrassment, self-defeat. And then I have fried chicken for lunch, pizza for dinner, some more ice cream later on. It's like I lost all my progress. And so who cares? Like the day is a loss. Let's just go all out. This is the abstinence violation syndrome. This is what happens when we have a little hiccup and then we allow it to turn into this massive relapse of whatever sort, right? So with this in mind, you guys, I want you to think about it's okay if you slip up. Maybe it's not the desired behavior, the desired goal or the desired outcome, but it's okay. What's not okay is to give up and just say, F it. I'm going, now I'm just going for it. I'm going all out. I'm going all out. That's not going to help any of us. And let me add this. Even if you did do that, then you, then you stop that after day one, you recognize that and you say, okay, I got it out of my system. Let's get back on track. Cause here's the truth. Nobody died unless we're talking about drugs or heroin overdose or something like that, but nobody died from this terrible day of eating or this horrible, like just emotional rage or rant in your relationship. But also we stop it after we recognize, okay, this is not the where, where I'm going. And maybe we just create space that says, you know, this happened. This is where I'm at today. I did not do good at bouncing back as quick as I wanted, but I recognize it now. And so now I'm going to do it. So we can take this in many directions um, but let's just keep in mind a few things. One is the abstinence violation syndrome is a real thing and it has the potential to derail your entire, uh, treatment plan, your goals, the work you're doing in your relationships or your body, um, or with your health and fitness like this, this syndrome has the ability to give you enough, and these are cognitive distortions, thinking errors. They give you enough reason to just justify and rationalize all these other poor behaviors. But we're better than that because we're smarter than that. We don't have to have 
more willpower. We just have to have more brain power. So don't try to out muscle, you know, cravings or temptations. Just outthink them. Get on paper. If this happens, then this will be my response. And do it now so that if it happens in the future, you're already ready. If we have a massive blow up in our relationship again this weekend, then this is how I choose to respond differently. If I go to, and I know we're already past Thanksgiving, but oh, guess what? Holiday parties are uh, in full effect. If I go to the holiday party and end up indulging more than planned, first of all, give yourself a little leeway to, to indulge a little bit. It's the holiday season. Come on. Um, but if you go a little more than what even you allotted for yourself, then I'm going to respond this way so that I don't go totally off in the deep end and derail everything mentally along with the physical or nutritional. So just have these plans. So if this happens, here's what I'm going to do about it. This will help us avoid that abstinence violation effect. Um, another great example of this, and then we'll get out of here. This is, I think you've got enough of this. You can apply. But another one is, you know, I remember, I remember a, it was a swimmer's example. Like this was, it was a swimmer and he like had a tight diet, right? Like, like he was getting ready for state or whatever competitions. And, um, he slipped up in one, in one area of his food and he threw out the day worth of training. Like it took him a few days to bounce back to training because the emotional damage that he allowed to happen derailed his nutrition plan and even his training plan. So I probably already gave this illustration, but just another little example in the drug world in the substance use world, it was, you know, total abstinence for clients. And then they'd have a cigarette. They'd let that cigarette derail their entire progress. They'd be back to using meth or, or whatever their drug of choice was. Um, or someone who's in recovery for stimulant use or, you know, whatever else, um, Oh my gosh, what is the word? I don't know. I lost it. But they would have like a drink of alcohol and then and then they would say, nope, that's it. I've, I've lost it all. I've lost all progress. I'm just going for it all. This doesn't have to happen, guys. And I've already said all that stuff today. So let's take this um, lesson, the abstinence violation effect, and know that you have the power to derail it at any point. I'm not saying give permission that it's going to happen, but here's the truth. These things do happen. We're human. And so whether the, the, the violation is big or small, know that you've got to get in and emotionally you have to derail this thing quickly. Like it's not going to help you to beat yourself up. So get in, have a little compassion, have some self-forgiveness and, um, and get off that vi get off that track as quick as possible and get back on, on the one of abstinence or the one back on your goal that you've set out for yourself. So Right. That's it for me. I'm out of here. You guys have a wonderful weekend, a wonderful day. And, um, you know, tis the season for some violations in our goals, uh, because that's just the reality of things. So love yourself a little more, know that it's going to be okay. And know that you can, at any point, go back a couple episodes, know that at any point you can change the direction that you're heading. You can change your destination by taking control of the very moment the choices you're making now, the choices respond to these violations differently 
with a little more love, with a little more compassion. Anyway, let's go. Have a wonderful day. I love you all. Make today the greatest day of your life.